What's up, sisters? Welcome to this episode of the pod. Today, we're going to explore something a little less tangible, but excruciatingly important to your hormone result, your hormone symptoms that you might be having, the balance in your hormones, and just the overall energy and vitality and weight release that you are capable of. If you are someone who has tried all the things, maybe you've even been listening to this podcast and you've tried supplements and you've tried hacks and you have rested and done or or done the workouts or eaten an anti-inflammatory diet, maybe you really feel like you've done all the things and you're still feeling painfully stuck, then this could very well be the episode for you. I'm going to share with you the mindset shifts I had to make in order to finally give my body and my life the space it needed to get back to myself, to reinvigorate my energy, to believe that I could feel like myself again, and to move forward in my life in a way that felt real and authentic and energized and excited. Isn't that what we really want? All right. Are you ready for this mindset shift? Let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimetopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, sister girlfriends, welcome to this episode of the pod. I'm so glad you're here. I'm excited and happy to talk about this topic today about mindset around our bodies and really the big question, which is, is your mindset the reason you are? are stuck? Is it the reason you cannot create the space for your hormones to balance yourself, uh, balance themselves out? Is it the reason that you cannot say no to foods that you know create inflammation in your body? Is it the reason why you cannot, you know, get yourself creating healthy habits and getting rid of old habits? And, you know, I never think I never think it's important to just assume there's one way that something is, is there's not only one way to do something, right? But when it comes to our bodies and our health, we have kind of, I like to look at it in this sort of, you know, holy trinity, right? Where we've got our body, you know, where we focus on nourishing our body. And and we really think of nourishing our body, of course, in movement, in sleep, in 
uh, in food and fuel, you know, and but then we very much have this other key piece, which is our mind, you know, number step number two or, or corner number two of this triangle or, you know, trifecta, if you will. It is it is mindset and nourishing our mind specifically, uh, and that can be look like anything from making sure that you know we're really revisiting what a truly healthy and realistic body image expectation is for ourselves. Really making sure we're you know we're rupturing out. We're actually taking the time. I love this word rupture. I read it in an incredible book. Um, by Mama Gina called Pussy a Reclamation. Uh, so I highly recommend it. And it, it really reminds us how important it is in order to create space for pleasure in our mind that we need and, and our body that we actually need to rupture and, you know, kind of crack open and release all the negative emotions sometimes. You know, nourishing the mind is, is recognizing any of the numbing that we do. And then, of course, there's this this third area, which is your spiritual connection, right? Your spirit, nourishing your spiritual side, which is, you know, I really look at it in a way is is what connects the two, the mind and the body. And we do that kind of by creating presence and space in the body. But what I really want to talk about today is the nourishing um, of your mind and that mindset and how it might be impacting you your hormone imbalance and impacting your ability to again create the space in your own body for your hormones to you know balance themselves a little bit because what's actually happening in perimenopause is that our hormones are becoming more imbalanced it's like a second puberty right it is that significantly going on in our body so there is going to be a normal natural element of these waves of these some of these frustration frustrating symptoms because of the fact that we are moving from you know being you know fertile to a place where we are no longer properly ovulating, right? So there is a significant hormonal shift happening. The problem that we see again and again, that I have learned that I have experienced that all of you are experiencing, I know, is that we exacerbate the problem of these gentle waves of hormones by so many other aspects of our life, specifically cortisol, which is, you know, constantly fighting with progesterone, for who gets the place and cortisol always seems to win. And when cortisol increases, then we have not enough progesterone and then we have a surplus of estrogen. And it just, it really, if you can imagine it in my head, I really picture it like gentle rolling waves to these crazy tsunami style things. And and it's the tsunami style things along with extra inflammation in our body that becomes this cycle, right? Where we aren't recovering properly from movement or workouts where we cannot sleep because we're waking up at night from the hormones hormone imbalances where we're having crazy mood swings or crazy cravings or crazy heat waves or hot flashes I guess you want to call them all of these things that are driving you crazy you know the excess weight gain like you can literally be eating the same thing you've always eaten but because of these hormonal inflections and then exacerbated by you know the elevated cortisol in life and all the stress that's happening in life you know it you can gain weight 
You can even be working out harder and gaining weight, right? So what we're trying to do, what the goal here really is, is to one, understand your body enough and first create the space so that you can hear what your body is saying and then start to understand what your body is saying to you. So you can respond accordingly, move accordingly, eat accordingly. And then it should not be so hard because you're actually hearing the messages, right? It's it's no different than if you're trying to speak to someone in a different language. If you're genuinely trying to figure out what they're saying, it is really, really hard. But if you have a translator and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I know what you're asking for, makes it really easy. Same things going on in our body, right? We, If we can relax all the inflammation, relax the cortisol, you know, get everything kind of back to a nice homeostasis place, we can hear and understand what the body is saying and respond accordingly. And that's really the goal of this podcast is try to help you, one, create that space, know how to create that space, and then decode what your body is saying as we go, right? Hearing those whispers of our period. That's why we call it the period whisper. So I want to talk about mindset today. And you know, for me, and I've heard this from many, many clients, I'm sure some of you guys can relate to this, where there have actually been times in my life where I have been probably stressed out or anxious about something and all of a sudden I notice something in my body. Maybe it's a little one of those twitches in your eye, you know, that you get typically from too much caffeine, but it's like it's constantly twitching and it won't stop twitching. And all of a sudden, you know, you feel a little more anxious one day and you decide you better Google this thing. And before you know it, you are convinced that you have some crazy disease. Um, more than once in my life as an adult or as a mother, I have experienced this where I am absolutely certain that I am sick now with cancer, sick now with MS, sick now with whatever. And I don't do not say that lightly. It was a serious concern for me. But my point here is that we can, our mind is extremely powerful and we can manifest things into our lives, both negatively and positively. And if you're constantly thinking that something is wrong and then you are constantly looking for the signs that something is wrong, it really can begin to feel like that real thing is happening, even if it's not. And the same goes for, you know, different mindsets I know of my clients. A really common struggle that we have with this power of our mind is that we start into something and we have all this energy and focus for it the first three days to a week. And then we're like, nothing is working. Nothing is working and nothing is working and nothing is working. So, you know, by week three, you've already kind of half-assed it, excuse the language, and started shifting into uh, something else. You've got FOMO came out. Janice over there is doing something that's working for her. So you decide maybe you should do that. Or all of a sudden you, you know, you hear of a new thing or you get hit up by an Instagram ad and you're like, oh, maybe I should try to do that. Or even what I has happened to me a lot of the times where it's like, well, I'm on this plan, but maybe if I also incorporate these other things from this other plan, maybe that'll make it happen faster, right? And and this is what happens in our mind is that we hop around because we, we convince ourselves that nothing is working. But I want to remind you when it comes to especially at this age, especially fighting perimenopause and the hormone imbalance in the body. You know, we can absolutely learn new habits, but we have to remember how many years now we have driven these habits that we have into the ground. It's not going to change overnight. And so also, likewise, within our body is it's going to take the body a little bit of time to figure out the new program. And, 
I want to underline for you an important thing, which I had to really learn the hard way, which is when you decide to lean into a new way of living and you go all in, we often see results in that first week. Um, You know, we see it even on that show, that old show I used to watch all the time, The Biggest Loser, right? Such significant results in the big week. And the truth is, the majority of those results are coming from the reduction of inflammation. If you go from living a certain way, and all of a sudden you make a big change and reduce the inflammation in your body, that is not weight loss. That is inflammation loss. And it, it plays a little trickery on us because we seem to think like, oh, well, it worked for this week. And then and then what happens is in weeks two and weeks three, we stop seeing that same significant results and we lose a little steam, right? Because we're constantly looking for this feedback, this validation that our body is changing because we're looking from the outside in instead of from the inside out, right? Our mind is like, get on that scale and you get on that scale and you're half a pound up now and all of a sudden your mind is like, oh, this is terrible, it's not working. And all of a sudden you have a terrible day and you're just frustrated or sad, right? Have you ever sat on, stood on a scale and what that number showed up as dictated whether you were really excited about your day or feeling really badly about yourself. And that is all in your head. So that first week is really about inflammation. And then weeks two and weeks three are are really about your body kind of getting with the program. If you keep the inflammation down, the body's like reorganizing the same way when you plant a little tiny seed, right? Remember those styrofoam cups when we were young and we would plant a tiny little seed in class in the soil and there'd be nothing for a week or two. And then all of a sudden, those tiny little sprouts come up. It's weeks four, weeks five, week six, where real fat burning and fat storage, you know, fat storage burning starts to kick into play. But it takes that level of consistency in order to get there. There are three laws of results when it comes to your body, no matter how hormonally balanced or imbalanced that you are. One, consistency is required. Number two, I guess maybe I should elaborate on that one. You have to be consistent. The body needs to understand that you're not going back to old ways. So you might, we want to find ways of doing something or methodologies or nutrition plans or whatever, that it is something you can then do long-term, which brings me to the second law of results. If you can't do it forever, don't do it. I do think that there is a lot of value in, you know, cutting out, let's say, sugar or alcohol specifically, or maybe doing sort of a little detox cleanse for a short period of time. You're not going to do that forever, but do not take on a way of eating and a way of moving in order to lose weight that you cannot do forever. Because quite simply, when you stop doing it, the weight will come back on. You have to make make a decision to try something, to shift into something that you can envision yourself doing forever. Because as the number one law of results states, consistency is required. And the third law of results, you have to quit numbing. And this is a really big piece of the mindset puzzle. No matter what is happening in your life, Chances are what makes it difficult for you to move into a, you know, a good nourishing gut or hormone health protocol when it comes to food or, you know, slowing down your movement and moving into something more expansive like yoga that's more restful on your body or making different decisions in your life to not say yes to everyone. Chances are you're doing those things, hustling, eating, pushing yourself through hard workouts 
to numb something. And this is the piece that was so hard for me. And I see it again and again in women, especially at this age, right, where we're, you know, the perimenopause age is around that 40 year mark where all of a sudden we're taking stock of our life and we're thinking, is this really how I want the rest of my life to be? Am I willing to put up with this for the rest of my life? Because so many of us get stuck in being as being people pleasers and we're not actually doing the things that we want to do. We're just doing and doing and doing. And what we find is we end up numbing, right? We come home from a long day or we're stressed out and we just, we don't want to deal with the thing. We, we actually get so good at numbing that we don't even recognize, we don't even look at the thing that is bothering us. We just automatically click into like, ugh, I feel like this. I'm going to do this. It's going to make me feel better. And that goes for excessive productivity. That goes for online shopping. That goes for checking out completely watching Netflix and binging Netflix for eight hours into the night. That goes for, you know, hopping on and doing an hour, two hour long workout, making yourself do it every single day when you don't want to. And it certainly goes for alcohol and drugs and um, anything very destructive that way as well. Numbing. We numb. That's what we do. And this is where the mindset piece is really, really important. In order to stop, to start actually hearing what our body is saying to us, we have to stop numbing. (sighs) There's the exhale. (laughs) And that can be a hard habit to break. One, because it's very comfortable. And the brain, when it is feeling threatened in life by stress or whatever else is going on, the brain will default back to comfortable habits for us. So we have to be very conscious during this time to stop numbing. And here's the thing, even just listening to this episode of this podcast, even just surrounding yourself with friends and having a conversation about how you numb and do you numb and what does that mean? Bring some awareness to what the numbing is. But what we need to first do is remove the numbing so that we can really start to understand what is the piece underneath that we're trying to numb. Are you so unhappy in your career? Are you excruciatingly stressed out about something in your life that you could work on changing or that you need to work on changing? And maybe you can't change it, but you need to then process this element through therapy, for example. There are so many parts to this numbing piece. And again, until we look at it, until we remove the addictions, you know, the drinking, the eating, the um, the hustling, until we remove these things, the putting everyone else first ahead of you, right? Filling your life with your kids' lives. You know, until you remove those things, you can't even hear what your body is saying to you. And if you can't hear what she is saying, you will not be able to understand it and give her what she needs, which is the key to creating space to let your body get back to where it is. This is why, sisters, so many of us in this age bracket are struggling with exhaustion, with with weight gain, because we are avoiding the real issue at hand here. And this is, we know this, like I said at the beginning of this pod, our mind affects us so significantly. It's extremely powerful. 
There's this saying that I heard, you know, we get really caught up in, and this is a very mindset thing. There's a saying that I learned a long, long time ago, you know, where we get right into this have, do, be mentality. Well, if I only had, you know, a better body, then I could do all the things that I wanted and I would be successful. If I only had a better body, then I would be happy to have sex with my partner and then we would have a great relation. We would, you know, be a great, great marriage, right? Or be a great couple. But ultimately, we need to flip that script and say to ourselves, I am going to be a person who cares about myself, who is happy and satisfied and fulfilled. And in that process, we will begin to do the things that we need in order to be that person. And then we will have the life, the happiness that we want. So we want to flip that script. And it really does come down to facing the things. And this is what's happening in your body right now is your body is no longer okay with you just numbing, numbing, numbing. It's saying, "Uh uh-uh, now is the time that you have to actually address these things so that I can get back to doing my stuff because you numbing all the time is causing more irritation. It's causing more inflammation and greater imbalance and then making you more miserable and more uncomfortable. So all that to be said, how do you begin to listen to your body? And of course, you know me, I have lots of steps. I love the steps. Give me some things to take away so that I can actually do it. You know, I know you guys are busy. So I always like to give you some things that that really help. And these are the three things that really helped me that I want to help you with to at least create the space for you to make this mindset shift because the mind is a huge part in, again, creating the space for the body to do what it will do best, which is heal itself. Um, Okay, so number one, we have to begin to protect our energy. And what do I mean by that? Willpower is not a muscle we exercise that gets stronger. Willpower is an energy. So we wake up, we have, you know, a full night of sleep, we have a healthy breakfast, we have all this energy. But by three o'clock in the afternoon, when we've been stressed out and done 42,000 things, and we don't have a load of sleep behind us, and maybe we missed lunch, our energy starts to tank. And when our energy tanks, our brain cannot fire at the same capacity and it is harder and harder for us to make changes, for us to create the space to pause and have a little mindfulness around before I pour that glass of wine at the end of the day, before I just eat those cookies, why am I really wanting these cookies? Why am I really wanting this glass of wine? What is really happening in my body? What's bothering me right now? That that is what I'm reaching for to put a Band-Aid on it, right? And that is how we're taught, even as young kids, you know, we go through puberty and, you know, girls have mood swings going through puberty and the doctors say, let's put them on the birth control pill to even out their moods. But it's like the moods are still there. We've just now put a Band-Aid on the problem and the moods are there because of the hormones are happening and the hormones need to balance because there's something going on in life. So we need to begin to protect our energy. The more energy we have all day consistently, the more power we have to, or the more, yeah, I guess the more energy we have to be able to actually create the space to say, hang on, I just need to, I need to think about this for a moment before I just mindlessly go in and dive into old habits. 
numbers. So how do we protect that energy? And we really do protect that energy by saying no, starting to say no to things, slowing down a little bit, asking our partners to pick up the slack. We know that women in general really carry the bulk of the emotional labor in certainly in heterosexual marriages. So we want to make sure that we are asking for that help and saying no saying yes to help and saying no to taking on a few more things just until you get yourself back to balance. And then you can really regroup and think, what's really important to me? Protect your energy by working on having a good night's sleep, by moving gently with your body, by eating good food. Number two is fuel your energy, right? We need to also make sure that the energy going, that there's nourishment going into the body that creates more energy so we have energy all day. And if you didn't listen to my podcast from last week, the episode about the continuous glucose monitor monitors, it's a really cool to, tool to help fuel your energy. You know I'm a huge, huge fan of drinking a greens drink right first thing in the morning. Um, message me if you want mine. It's in, It'll be in the show notes. But we want to make choices in our day to properly fuel. So consistent three meals a day will be something that provides you with nourishment to fuel your energy. A good quality sleep or an attempt at a good quality sleep will do the same. And of course, number three, you want to get comfortable with the value of rest and thinking. You know, somehow in our generation, you know, we got this memo to that like, you know, your dreams don't work unless you do, you know, we have to hustle, hustle, hustle and, and, and doing nothing or, or going slow is looked at poorly or negatively or lazily, which is absurd because if you look at Olympic athletes, which are obviously the best of the best of the best, they all have a very clear dedicated downtime, rest period, off season, where you recover, right? And so having, you know, one day a week, one hour a day, you know, one week a month, whatever it is for you, where you really have rest, and I would argue every single day, like actual rest, where you just sit and do very little, is critical to optimize productivity. So we really need to make sure, you know, that you're getting comfortable with resting and you feel no shame over that. We have to have that downtime. And, you know, on that same note, thinking, you know, the the best thought leaders, the best CEOs, the most successful people spend dedicated time just thinking and learning and mentally growing in the topic that they're interested in. So if what you're wanting is to feel better about your life, it's time to take stock of it. It's time to take some time and it's not going to happen overnight. But, you know, this is where journaling can come in or listening to podcasts or investing in courses and education around your body and your hormones. This is where this stuff really comes into play. All right, you guys, those are my three three tips to get you to begin shifting into your mind into a place of space and out of that place of uh, of really creating a negative spiral for your own hormones. Please reach out if I can do anything for you. If you are wanting to learn more about this mindset piece and the body and the spirit, I really want to encourage you to message me to get on my perfect perimenopause program Um wait list. I will be launching it. It is exclusive in August. I will only be able to take 25 people. So please reach out if it's something you want some information on where we really dive into these pieces. Or if you want to join us for the next gut and hormone health protocol, you know what to do. Just message me. 
Have a great, great day and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.